welcome to another episode of Absolute Comics right here at the Comic Story and Podcast Network. My name is Benny. I am one of your two hosts, the other one being Sal Cravelli from Comic Pop, one of the many hosts over there. You can find both of our channels on YouTube. We are the gods of comic books. I don't care what people say. I don't care if they want to argue. I don't care if you think I'm full of myself. I'm, I'm joking, obviously, guys. It's all it's all. No, joke, yeah. No, 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 you don't care. Let's no, do shut it. up, other god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, guys, thank you for joining us for today's Absolute Comics. Still a bit of a weird time. We're currently di- recording this episode during the COVID situation. And because of that, it looks like uh, there may have been a miscommunication with Dylan. The last episode didn't go up, and Sal and I are trying to find it. So if you're watching this and you didn't see the last one, I apologize. It is up on the Twitch channel. And that brings me to our basic, I guess, our sponsor. If you enjoy this show and you want to see keep it going, then please consider going to our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash comicstorian, where we are accepting subscribers to help support this show and keep this show going, because some of you guys seem to be enjoying it. Uh, and don't forget, you can also go to our Patreons, patreon.com slash comic story, patreon.com slash comic pop, where you can also directly support the show and make sure that this show stays on the air. Sal does take the lion's share of the current earnings for this show, so if you want us to keep doing it, we need to pay Sal. Uh, and on top of all of that, guys, once again, I apologize. There was a mix-up about last week's episode. It will go to Patreon regardless. Probably go to YouTube if it exists, but I do know the audios will at least go to Patreon, so you will be getting that overall in general. Now, uh, Dylan, Dylan lives in Texas, for those that are wondering. Uh, he's, I mean, just like everyone else, things are weird right now. So, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, if, if ever there was a time to uh, need allowances, it's now. So yeah, exactly. So I'm not drastically angry with him or anything I, I, my, like that. Knowing Dylan, it's edited and it's all good to go. And he was like, "Oops, I didn't send a link." Like it's yeah. very simple. There's so, a very high chance of that basically being yeah, the case. Totally. So, so all right. So uh, also we also adopt, you know what? That's that's our sponsors today. Patreon and uh, and Twitch sub. Uh, we do have a G Fuel sponsor. As always, you can use the code Comics. But I have not gotten a, another product to show off yet. So, uh, just remember they exist. <laughs> yeah. Drink G Fuel. Mmm. We have a list of topics today. We're going to talk about Modoc and AIM being featured in Paul Rudd's script for Ant-Man 3. Jeff Loveness being hired to officially write Ant-Man 3. Uh, no version if Paul Rudd's version will be used, adapted or tossed. Harley Quinn animated series season 2 planned to be the Batman No Man's Land. Uh, lots of people talking and tweeting about an Injustice movie. Will DC Marvel cross over? List of Marvel movies changed by the COVID-19 situation. Roughly a third of Marvel comics being held over the uh, next coming weeks. Heather Antos explains that Valiant will not be going digital during COVID-19. And Jim Lee continues to auction off sketches to raise money to benefit comic book shops. We're also going to talk yeah. about two things involving Diamond Comics. Not much to talk about comic books themselves, as nothing other than the animated series continuation came out. Yeah, but it, like I got to tell you, this is a great list of topics, and it's good to know that everything ancillary comics still has stuff to be discussed. Like there's there's plenty of MCU stuff to talk about. There's plenty of DC movies stuff to talk about, uh, and the comic book industry has been responding to this COVID thing in a really community-oriented way that makes me feel really good. Right. Uh, hopefully, and this is what I'm hoping for, uh, we don't run out of topics before the end of April. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why, we'll see how this one goes. Why'd you guys call off the show? Well, there's literally nothing to talk about. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, if we're not here next week, you'll know why. Uh, just because straight up there's nothing happening. Right, no, exactly. We'll, we'll be here. So, all right, uh, Sal, you want to take it up on the top? 
Sure, uh, yeah. Well, you, you, uh, so re-explain what you were just saying about the diamond situation, the deferring things. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, uh, you know, there's an ever-changing nature of the comic industry right now. Uh, you know, in the order of events, it was uh, stores had to have a limited uh, amount of time to be open because, you know, to st stem the tide of... Uh, of, of, of the. Of, let, let's start with that. Um, stores had to limit their hours, and then they had to be closed. Uh, publishers... Uh, for the most part, smaller press publishers stopped production of new books. Uh, Marvel and DC ultimately decided to not release physicals or digitals at the same time. And Diamond stopped producing slash distributing books anyway. Right. And then the other news came out that Diamond was apparently in uh, a bit of trouble because they couldn't pay the publishers back. They just didn't so, have. Problem, they, they, they first, thing, a, first problem I have with that. First thing I have with that. Yeah. How tight is. You would assume Diamond is the king right now. They're the monopoly. They're the, literally, literally the only they have company no that competition. does that. How do they not have millions in the bank? There's what, no one what, else to distribute this shit. I think it's just because there simply aren't millions to be had. Like the comic industry just doesn't make enough money. But, they, but the Diamond doesn't just sell comics. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, it's no. That's true, and it, but but uh, but they do run the lion's share of the comic book industry distribution. Like that's right. that's what they do. Um, but yeah, no. I mean, with with respect to any industry, if you are the sole entity, the the expectation is that you can shoulder. The, if the government does not break you up in an antitrust lawsuit, then <laughs> maybe you should be big enough to be able to weather. A week's worth of no sales. A week. It was only a week. That's what I mean. Like we didn't go into a month. We're not. We don't have any confirmation on the COVID situation going on for three, four months yet. That's all still speculation. That right now, if you like, as regardless of what people want, regardless of what people think is right, regardless of what people think needs to happen, regardless yeah. of any of that, the situation right now is every government is basically going to be reopened by the end of uh, the end of April. Okay. Now, whether or not it continues, we don't know. But as of right now... Yeah. I think that's generous, but, like, we don't really know. Uh, we do know that, uh, at the very least, the comic book industry is expecting to resume business, like you said, at the end of April. Right. Everything that, are, that you look up, everything that I've seen, everything that's going on, end of April, latest. Every government, I local government, all have end dates between April 15th to the 25th. Yep. So, like, everything in theory is going to kick back up. And then, to tack on to what I said last week, if you did get to see it, uh, China has reported zero deaths related to COVID since they reopened. Yeah, I buy that. Oh, um, I'm just saying, I'm just saying that mm -hmm. they that is the report right now. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I question whether the government and everything else will reopen by the end of April. But hey, at the very least, there's a target date, and that's what people want. People want to be feel secure. They want to feel like everyone, like the people in charge are in charge, and they want to be told like dates and, 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 and given some kind of goal. Right. Um, so, so I don't blame them for having a target date. Disney had a target date of reopening their parks on April 1st back in March, which, of course, they didn't meet, and now it's indefinite. So we'll get there when we get there. But the fact is, Diamond stopped paying their bills within one week of no sales. 
and they and they refused to close like as a company and now according to and take it with a grain of salt but it's bleeding cool um but the founder chairman and ceo of the family enterprise that owns diamond distribution said that uh apparently they're changing the payment terms through which diamond will be paying back the uh the distributors uh, or rather, the uh, the publishers. And according to uh, beginning the week of April sixth, which is this week, which is uh, the time of this recording, uh, you the 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 publishers will, re- will be receiving twenty five percent of the weekly amount due under their contract term. And then each subsequent week, they will receive a twenty five percent payment of that week's balance due. This reduced payment schedule will continue for six weeks, with the remaining seventy five percent due in each of those weeks being deferred. So that means that every week, so instead, so the last, the, the past week, Diamond paid zero balance. Right. Of what they owed. Uh, the next six weeks, they will pay 25% of what they would owe, and they will be deferring 75% of each week's payment. And then following that six week period, they will begin a payment of the deferred balance in equal payments over 13 weeks. Now, what that sounds like to me is a can-kicking measure where it's like, no, 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 we're going to defer those payments because in 13 weeks, we don't expect to be in business anymore. Yeah. No, that, like, that's what it sounds. It sounds to me like they're deferring the payments so that if shit does hit the fan, they could walk with whatever money they had. Like if, exactly. we, if we get to a point where they actually have to close, yeah, that is, that's what it sounds like to me. Which I, 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 I think we are there. I think if... If the new goalposts are set in May, you know, where it's like, okay, actually the worst week supposedly of the pandemic is this week that we are in right now. Uh, it hit us harder than we thought. There, you know, the measures that were in place didn't hold. Uh, people didn't honor the quarantine like they should have and things got worse and worse. And actually we're gonna need to, be, we need to tighten the, the strings a little bit. I think Diamond will close in the next three months. The, and yeah. The weird part about all of this that I yeah. find to be the weirdest part, Diamond has stopped, right? They said we are not shipping out anything else. Period. They're not shipping anything, and no one's shipping anything well, to them. So everyone, but they do have a warehouse full of books that they what did I'm, get. But what I'm saying is, why did they stop to begin with? Because Marvel and DC stopped publishing based yeah. on Diamond stopped shipping. Well, I think that uh, originally Marvel and DC did made that decision not to ship to Diamond because they were... No, Diamond or, Diamond is the ones that said it first. They just yeah, shut what's down. the order of operations? Was Diamond the ones who closed first? It was the stores... It was the retail were, stores were, were having problems. Out. Yeah, the stores yep. were working it out. They were they were doing curbside and all this other stuff, yeah. right? And then smaller press companies said they were going to not produce new books. And that was it. And then DC first made their move where they said, we're not going to be doing... Uh, no, no, I think, I believe this. it was Diamond first. Diamond said mm. we're not distributing the books. So DC and Marvel, in a tough spot, had to go ahead and just stop. Right, Because right. that, that was the big thing. Was... DC and Marvel weren't stopping. We were like, what's no, going on? They, no, they, were, they had a very wait-and-see attitude. And then after Diamond uh, made their move, and I think you're absolutely right, that like basically in response to Diamond not distributing, uh, Marvel and DC had an option. They were like, well, we could print the books and just sit on them, or we could release the new books we have done and in production on digital instead right. of in retail. Well, the reason I, reason I know this is because you and I were having the debate if they should go straight digital. 
Exactly. And, we talked and, about and we were before. only yeah. having that debate because Diamond shut down first. So what yeah. ended up happening was, my question is, I'll tell you right now, I'm still getting Amazon Prime shipments of my cat food and stuff. I'm Me still too. getting UPS shipments of my copy of Final Fantasy VII, which I was just playing on my personal stream, twitch.tv slash eligible monster. You should go check it out. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're right. Like that, like, I see where you're going with this. Yeah. Like, n- like They stopped with the assumption that no one was going to accept the books, but I never saw a comic book shop that was like, Diamond, I can't sell these. They, they were like, I, we're, we're figuring it out. Like, No, that's actually the most tragic is that like the comic book retail industry basically was given... If they had been given one more week to 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 support their their new infrastructure of digital sales and uh, curbside pickup and mail order, yeah, they could have shouldered the burden of being sent books that they couldn't technically sell over the counter. Uh, but Diamond made the choice for them to not distribute, presumably because, uh, like every non-essential business, they were like non-essential, and I don't mean to diminish any business that is essential to any other industry but is deemed by the government not essential. But the point being, uh, any non-essential business was like closed because they said, well, we don't want to risk exposure and we have too many employees that can be exposed. So we're going to close our doors and tell people to stay home. In the diamond situation, that makes sense. In anyone's situation, that makes sense. But like you said, there are other distribution houses that are still shipping books so what are you talking about? Right. Like, why is why is diamond? You want so to talk special? about how not essential? I ordered this a little while ago. Look at this. Look at, hold on. Yeah. All right. This piece of wood for wood <laughs> out showed up in my house. Yeah, and that okay. came probably within like three days of I, you ordering it. What'd you say? Has that probably arrived like what within three days of you ordering? Yes. It? I was sitting at the house and I'm like, oh man, I can't go rock climbing. And anybody who rock climbs knows that you lose a lot. Those muscle groups get very weak very fast. So I ordered yeah. a, a clamp. I ordered a stretchy thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what? All right, if we're getting up. Let me show you something too. Hang well, on well, hold on. Let me finish that real fast. Then you go do that, okay? But okay, the point okay. I'm making is I ordered all of this with the expectation that Amazon Prime was like, it's going to be slow. I exactly. might get it a week, two weeks, three weeks. I'll order it now so when they reopen, it comes right in in case it opens up before my gym. This was $15. This all totally. showed up in three days. Yeah. No, check <laughs> this out. Check this out, because this is another, this is, this is messed up. Here, hang on. I ordered a bunch of books from InStockTrades.com during the pandemic, like mid to late March. And yesterday, my trades came in. New trades, like Once in Future, like Batman Universe, like Batman Damned. Like, all this stuff came in yesterday. It took them, <laughs> it took them three weeks but three weeks during the pandemic, in stock trades still has people in the warehouse, still collecting books and distributing them. Why I'm did getting, Diamond exclude themselves? I'm getting emails from all of the card distributors because for those guys who don't know, and I don't talk about it very much, I do play Magic the Gathering. I love Magic the Gathering. Do. Okay, uh, they announced their new set. Guess what's shipping on time? And guess what emails I got from distributors going, we're still shipping even if this is going on. Do you want a copy of it? (laughs) Yeah, I'll bet Wizards of the Coast is not not shipping. Like, but the other thing is, you know, I, I know we're kind of like, why is Diamond, why did Diamond, you know, take this opportunity? It only screwed themselves. Yeah, because now, now, the, 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 the plot gets weirder. 
So I'm, this is a bleeding cool article. I pulled it up right beforehand because our viewer said that there was new news. And I said, okay, let me pull it up. We'll read it live on the air. I was like, we'll, read yeah. it. we'll just do it right here. It'll be great. We'll do it live. Screw yeah, it. Do it live. That's what we do for all. Anyway, um, <laughs> Diamond Comic Distributors will ship to retail home addresses. Bleeding Cool has reported, repeatedly reported that Diamond Comic Distributors has shut its doors to new product during the current global situation. Understandable to an extent. but uh, However, that only applies to new product. Diamond Warehouses is still open to retailers. Diamond recognizes that circumstances for new stores have now changed and will ship and, and the UPS will not ship to non-essential business addresses at this time, but they will ship to residential addresses. As a result, Diamond is now recommending this as an option to retailers who want to continue business in one fashion or another. In a message to retailers, Diamond states, this new option allows customers to register a residential residential address. UPS will pick will hold for pickup address or give another commercial address that will not be subject to shelter in place or similar order from state and local governments. So they're telling you to bypass this Register if you're shipping. Why did you stop new books? <laughs> yeah. Why? Well, why did you take a week off and essentially shoot yourselves in the foot and retailers? And now you're because you, this is this has been going on for weeks. Comic right. book retail outlets have not been able to sell new books, and they have lost on foot traffic and. The usual crowd. They have to rely on pull orders and Facebook orders and online orders. And it's it's just not the same beast as being a retail shop. And so you've put everyone in this position. And now you're like, okay, well, as it turns out, maybe all of those decisions were boneheaded. We're going to ship the books to your house. Wh what am I supposed to do with these books in my house? Yeah. Am I supposed to box them up and ship them out to my customers? Are the customers going to call me on the phone and order books through me personally? That's what I think they're assuming. They must assume that that's what's going to happen. Like, that's, basically, they're like, oh, well, we, we, we're still shipping. We didn't stop shipping. Yeah. We're just not doing new stuff. And you know what, guys? If you want to get the customer, the, the, the product to your stores, uh, we, we're not allowed to ship it to your store. But if you can get it at your house, we can still send you stuff. They're like... Yeah, and then I guess it's up to you to bring those books to your places of business and, you know, just, just take care of it the way you normally would. But make sure to do everything through your house. Yeah, yeah. That, Order through your house. That way you still get everything, you know. This this is not only a betrayal of the fact that, like, this, this sole entity that is unfortunately part of the lifeblood of the comic book industry that has a fundamental lack of understanding about the comic book industry, but also it shows the lack of scruples this company has where it's like, so we're going to start like deferring payments and not paying and, and just making up our own schedule of payments because we just simply can't afford to do it. And also, you know, yeah. Okay. So the federal government says you can't do this, that, and the other thing, but we've got our way around that. Like you're just, they're just a fast and loose, it reminds you know, me, I don't know if you heard group. about it, but um, GameStop, they finally came in and shut them down. Yeah, they had to go door to door to tell that shop to close their doors because yeah. they were like, you saw the email that the GameStop headquarters sent to the people at the at their own No, I didn't see that like, at all, what they said. Oh my, 
They were like, wrap your hands in GameStop bags and use them as gloves and slip them through the doorway. Make sure not to breathe the same air as the clients. Like, it was... It wow, was the kind I didn't of, even like, know about that. <laughs> yeah, it was like Mad Max nonsense where they were like, you be open. You, you're going to sell those Animal Crossing games and you're going to sell them through the door if you have to. And just just make bags as as, as gloves. And, and you know, the, we have tissue paper. Like, put that over your face. Like, it was just... It was... The kind of crap that you'd expect from, like a a, a, a political cartoon or you know uh, you know a, a web comic, but not like real life. You're a it's company. companies that refuse to shut. Like I cannot take a loss in revenue for a day. I can't. We have I, to do, literally. If we lose one day of revenue, we will close forever. Well, then you're not really a solvent business, are you? No, that's and that's the thing. I I am a small business owner. This month is going to suck. You know what? I have enough money in the coffers to make it at least another month or two with my staff before I have to make any drastic changes. And even then, you're not going to close in three months. If no. you have a month, if we had a month like this for three months, it would be crappy. But we would still exist because we know how to run a business. And I had to learn how to do that because yeah. Yeah. there is no manual here. Like, you just you just go on the internet and go like, hi, here's my opinion. And then you build up from there. But, like, you got to – we've been doing this for six years well longer than Diamond has been distributing comics solo. Well, well longer than GameStop has been selling video games to America. And yet, <laughs> with, and yet you give them two bad weeks and they're like, okay, well, uh, I'm thinking maybe I'll do this. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't you have a plan in place for like shitty weeks? Yeah. Like, I, I or don't at the very least. Or at the very least, don't you do enough business to be able to pay your bills? You know, we're not talking about kitchen nightmares here. Where it's like, <laughs> I get it. The restaurant industry is 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 in the implicit in the title a nightmare. And it's like, well, I haven't paid myself in ten years, and I owe six hundred eighty-five thousand dollars. Like, right? Yeah. Well, you you have no business experience. You never took a class. You never did any research. And you you, you probably should have shut down people. three years ago. <laughs> you probably should have never done it because you don't know how to run a business and you don't know how to cook. Like that, I get. But like, you know, there's. When you or I, if you or I wanted to open a restaurant, we'd have to go to a bank and convince them to we, give us money. That we know what we're doing. Yeah, like you have to prove you know what you're doing at the very least. And as, as, we've, as we've learned now in this Mad Maxian world we live in, ga neither GameStop nor Diamond dist Distributors, you don't need to, to prove you know your business in order to be a monopoly, in order to be the only business in town. That sucks. That's yeah. a major. Oh, that's a major oversight, and one I would hope <laughs> that the industries that are dependent on those would learn from and maybe prepare for next time. Well, I mean, but if you if you think about this, both of these industries have already been taking major hits because of digital retailers. Totally, like video games have gone digital. The comic book industry is slowly but surely shifting over to digital. Well, yep. The comic book industry at least cares about its retailers. The video game industry is just like, fuck it. Digital works. The, the comic book industry inexplicably will hurt themselves to support retailers. Right. So at least they care about their retailers. But yes. if both of these industries are, are, are apparently hitting so hard that one week of no content being going out from them and they're just like, oh, that's it. We're done. We can't. We can't. Yeah. Well, and they don't even have the common courtesy to be done. They're just kind of like, 
I, I, I'm not dead yet. You know, I'm not defeated. It's like the Black Knight and Monty Python and the Holy Grail, where it's like, you got no <laughs> arms left. Like, come uh, on. I'll still nick you. I'll still nick yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. I'll bite your legs off. Like, that's where we are right now, is the diamond is a torso on the ground, still hurling epithets at you. And the you're fact, just the moving fact on. that they're willing to ship to the house, like we, we could kind of get back to work, guys. Maybe we were a little hasty shutting everything down. Uh, yeah, we're still shipping. We're still. <laughs> well, and and hey, guess what, Diamond? Good for you. The big two aren't printing books right now because they you because the you printers. said you will not take new product. Yeah, so they're not producing anything. So good for you. Now you're open. Well, get ready for the torrent of nothing that's coming through the, 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 the doors for you to distribute because of you. Like, what are we going to do here? Like, and, and, and it's like, I don't know. Like, Diamond needs a mercy killing. Like, they need another week of no profits. Or they need the comic book industry to say, like, they need the big two to go, I reject your offer. I'm going to sue you for the amount of money you owe us. Yeah, no. Marvel the and DC playing creating this a, game now is kind of like, wait, what? Yeah, Marvel and DC, or at the very least, you know what? DC could just sit on its laurels because Disney lawyers are the scariest beasts in nature. And so all they need is for Marvel's executives to go to, Di to Disney and go, this small rinky-dink company owes us some money uh, and they will be destroyed. I linked it. For the record, bear in mind, the article stating that Diamond is reopening and shipping to homes is bleeding cool. Take it for what it's worth. I do want yeah. to state that. Sal's acting like it's 100% definitive. It might be, but we're working off of a bleeding cool article that they have said yeah. that they will ship to home. Well, justices. we're also operating on statements made by the company itself. Yeah. Like, these are direct quotes from Gepi family business who owns diamond distributors we're talking about actual quotes here i'm not just we're not just spitballing here we're not saying like well if they did this then this is the thing right i just like, like we had a few questions about where did we get the information from it, it yeah, was like it three from, hours ago they said it apparently so yeah, it might it's, it's it might even it fall apart by the time this episode goes anywhere <laughs> well who know the literally like literally diamond could get a letter of intent from disney industries or whatever and then suddenly come up with the money and everything goes back to normal because clearly based on the comics hub debacle and the pantsing of the entire industry, no one wants diamonds job because if ever there was an opportunity for another distribution house to arise, it could have done so at any point in the last 25 years. Yeah. Also, or Marvel and DC, or Warner's Books and Disney, whatever, could have produced their own distribution houses, or digital would be better, or Amazon, because Jeff Bezos is just happy to own everything. And by the way, Amazon is the largest distributor of comic books digitally in the world now, according to a statistic according to Amazon. recently. <laughs> through, according to Amazon, but like, you know what? They have a vested interest in telling you what, what's going on. Um, but like, just by virtue of being the only ones it, like Amazon will buy anything so that they are the only ones who have it and are doing it in that wheelhouse. It, the fact that Amazon hasn't created their own distribution house to compete or own or control or 
destroy Diamond suggests that it's a shitty job that nobody wants to do. So, for so the like, record, I want to clarify something, and we'll just move on with the topic, just in case this does turn out to be false or canceled by the time this stuff goes up. Uh, which people, it will. Demetra's asking, well, if Diamond is reopening, why are Marvel and DC not reopening? Answer's simple. If you go to all of your employees and clients and everyone say, hey, we're not going to be functioning for a month, you, you can't restart early. Like, the chances of getting everyone back, hey, everyone that we told didn't have a job and went to other means and found other things that you want to come back to work, Yes, yeah. you'd get some of them, but you wouldn't get all of them. And that's just, they've already taken the whole month off because Diamond said we're not distributing. Yeah. And now it's like, Diamond's like, well, we can send to your house. <laughs> yeah. Well, the other thing is Diamond is doing, like Diamond's reactions are lightning fast in, the, in, in, a, in, a, in an industry world uh, comparatively. So for it's Diamond to say like, I, I didn't even verify it. It's like DC and Marvel are like, all right, well, we got a month off. What do you mean they reopened the doors? <laughs> exactly. No, they, they, the fact is it's just too fast. Like Diamond, Marvel and DC could probably go back to print this week, but they need some assurance that like there's there, there's some place for them to go. Right. And if I were Marvel and DC, this, this plan of we'll ship them to their houses is not good enough for me to risk my employees, my employee, like, cause diamonds got their employees. Retailers have their employees. Marvel and DC have their employees. I've got to protect my people. Cause diamond, like retailers don't buy books from Marvel and DC. Retailers buy books from Diamond, and Diamond yeah. buys, buys books from Marvel and DC. They're a, they're a crappy middleman, but that being said, m retailers don't really do business with Marvel and DC. They bypass the business model they are working through to talk to them at summits and stuff, but the reality is comic retailers buy their books through Diamond. So, like... Each of them has their own entity, and they all have their own responsibilities for their own employees. Marvel and DC are not going to risk the health and safety of their own employees f such that they would be concerned about that. Uh, on, on the chance that Diamond won't just decide to not do what they're doing today. Like, right. tomorrow they could go, actually, you know what? Uh, we heard from, like, 14 retailers who said they couldn't do that, and so we're not going to do it. Yeah. Because, how many, because how many comic book shops are there in the United States? I'm not talking a thousand. So, you know? All right, well, let's move on to the next topic. We did have a few yeah, good ones. I want to move on to uh, the, 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 the script, Ant-Man 3. I was actually going to go to Heather Antos with Valiant. Valiant won't go digital first during COVID shutdown. Several yes. publishers within the comic book industry are crafting plans to deal with life during and after the coronavirus, with Valiant Entertainment among them. However, senior editor Heather Antos explained why Valiant doesn't plan to just release digital editions on its ongoing series during the crisis. Mm -hmm. In a time where folks are stuck inside and can't venture out to the local comic book store to pick up their pulls, sure, it makes sense to see what's available digitally. But there's no fault in doing so for the... There's no... And there's no fault in doing so for creators or publishers to make digital offerings during this time. However, however, at Valiant, we've always said that retailers are the backbone of this industry, and right now we need publishers' help more than ever. Yeah. Yeah, Valiant has always been retailer focused and it's like it's not a bad model for them to have given that they are a small press publisher and the like for as much as like Marvel and DC are subsidized and owned by a parent corporation, the fact is they are dependent on the monthly book model and the monthly book model is entirely supported by the retailers. Uh, we don't know the numbers from digital so we really couldn't say whether or not like Marvel and DC could entirely be supported by Comixology, but uh with, with respect to a company like Valiant, Valiant is, you know, if, if Marvel and DC make 
90% of their revenue through the retailer outlet. Valiant makes 99% of their value from right. or the revenue from a retailer. So it makes entirely good sense from a business strategy for them to protect themselves by protecting the retailer. Well, I will say the retailer needs to be protected in general. As much as I say we're going to a digital era, we're not there yet. Like we're we just, not there yet. we're not, we're not at that point. We need the retailers. We, I, if we were to tomorrow for them to say, we're not, we're done with dig- physical. We're only doing digital. The market will tank. We will lose the comic book industry. You can't, you need it. I do state that comic book stores need to adapt to the times, give yes. more of an offering in your store. I'm not saying they all need to shut down. And Valiant does well with things like comic book retailers because when you go to your when you go to digital, when you go to Comicsology, what do you get? You get Batman, you get Superman, you get Spider-Man, you get Deadpool. You get, you get whatever's pop- on. Well, and especially if you're just surfing, like the main page is not it's the Wild West. You don't know what you're going to get as an offering on that main first page. Right. And that's what I mean, like so you for companies like Valiant, Zenoscope, Image, the comic book retailer, boom, recommending these books is how they get out there. Like, it's yeah. not, it's not, like, you can't, Comixology will once in a while put them up there, but I'll tell you right now, when I go to Comixology, I look at the new releases, and outside of that, I check DC and, and Marvel's offerings. Unless I specifically am like, what did Titan Comics put out today? Right. Yeah, I you looked have up to Zenoscope really look earlier, for it. But. <laughs> you, you have to hunt for the small press. They're there, and they offer, and they, and they have good offerings, too. I noticed that, uh, what was it, Image had a really good sale recently, like, on Comixology. Um, but the fact is, I, I don't know if the comic book industry would tank if it just tomorrow decided to go digital, but I do think that you can't just pull the tooth out. You got, you gotta do the work and, and extract it properly. Uh, with, with respect to you know, to digital and, and, and versus retail. I think that, uh, you know, Marvel and DC and small press, like it, it would kill the small press industry, I think. Right. And it would cause the, the big two to have to significantly reduce their line. Though. I don't think Marvel would, you know, cause Marvel publish like 80 books a month and just go, yeah, we're just going to flood the market. I don't care. Cause like, they don't care. Well, and they just fill the market with their books. I never thought we'd have good segues two times in a row. Sal, but let's but do it. <laughs> we have another topic related to your previous statement about 80 books. I'm looking this way because that's where your camera is, but the chat's over here. <laughs> um, so Marvel has stated that they're going to cut all of their lines by one third. And I loved, resp- I think you're the one that tweeted it. Like, so we're going to yeah. get a reasonable amount of books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I, I was, because yeah, like, oh, so you're going to publish the books everyone buys. And hey, maybe you should go digital exclusive with the other two thirds. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's a, that's a way to split the difference. You get some money instead of no money and you're still appeasing retailers by publishing the third that everyone goes to the retail outlets to buy. Right. I mean, I've always said that, like that they should be trying a little more riskier. We should have far less books simply because of the fact that there's just too many. People cannot the, buy the, all of them. I, nobody the is going to try some it. new book about a new superhero when I've already got 10 Spider-Man to buy this month. Well, just simply like, you know, um, if, you, if your average, I mean, if you look at what you do is you just simply do look at the numbers, like your average income, your average, like, uh, you know, uh, comic book purchaser. Uh, and, and you basically say it's unsustainable to publish, you know, however many books per publisher and expect your, customer base to buy most of them because comics are not cheap you know it used to be you could definitely afford to get everything uh it just so happened that publishers put out a reasonable amount of books and the books were only like were were a dollar or less 
Now we're, we're talking about like four, five, six dollars per book, and they have to pick and choose. And then if they're and, and because the digital market is there, and because of alternate means of finding your comics, you know your client base is going to go to other means to get them. And if they're like, shit, if I can only afford, you know, to spend $60 a month on books, which is a lot. Yeah. Um, and if I can only afford to spend 60 bucks a month on books, I'm really only buying like 10 books. And if I want to read 30 books a month, I'm probably going to steal 20 books. Yeah, it's, and that's the sad part. Like, I look, I'm I'm not oblivious. I know some people use my channel as the only way to get their books. They're just stealing it. We, I do, I do everything I can to prevent that from happening. We take out the text. We cut out portions of the story. There, at the end of the day, there's going to be people who just do not care to buy the book. Um, right, and they, and they'll go anywhere to get it. Right, but it's also a reason why I do a lot of books that are going to be popular anyway, and I do very few of the little ones. So the little ones can get their proper promotion. Exactly. But I forget where I was going at that. But oh, I, just, I, well, but you were talking you know, about the, the piracy thing and how like they will go to those. They will, no matter and, what, and that's just it. Like, like I got, I got hit the other day where someone's like, "Oh man, you're just stealing copies." Like, no, they will go get. Like, if they really want to read the book. They, like, I can name three off the top of my head, which I won't because I refuse to promote those services yes. that you could go to right now and read every book. Like, it's not hard. <laughs> Someone invariably will put it in the chat and we'll have to have a mod delete it. But, like, the fact is, it's not hard to steal books. It's easier than ever to steal anything, according, you know what I mean? Like, at this point in the in our, like, technological, you know, utopia that we live in. And uh, so... And the theft of those books and the disinterest in those in, in in those titles or the interest in those titles, but the but the preference of purchasing four Wolverine books or six Spider-Man titles over something new from Boom or Image or IDW or wherever, uh, you know, it kills those books and it only hurts the small press. It's why Marvel needs to cut back by two thirds. They do. It, it's they not need enough. To- they need to put those other two thirds of digital. You were one hundred percent right about that. And then, if they do well, then you reprint them as collectors' items. The fact is, there's a there's a huge swath of comic book readers that are trade waiters anyway. So if you make them, because I know a ton of people based on our discussions about digital versus physical media over the last two weeks, that have said I would rather die than read a digital comic book, which I think is a little hyperbolic. But that being said, they they're they're people who would rather not read comics ever again, then read it on their phone, tablet, computer, or TV, which I think is ridiculous, but I digress. The fact is, if you make a digital series and it sells well digitally, they're, they're, like you said, going to print it and trade, and that satisfies everybody because then well, the, the, the book f- sells, you get the revenue, and you can still get the, the, back, the back-end revenue from the trade sales. The fact just, is, the tra- I mean, just as proved, it'll sell twice. It'll sell digital. It'll sell as a trade, and they've been proving that tra- they're, they're focusing heavily on trades recently. Look how fast trades come out. Yeah, trades come out fast, and like 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 within know. a month and a half of the last issue. Remember, it used to be like six months to a year to get the trade. Like when we started the weekly poll, the original show that Sal and I yep. did. Part of the argument with the original fourth host, with him not trade waiting, was they would take six months to a year to come out. He was yeah. always late on the discussion. But now I sometimes buy the trade digitally by mistake because it came out two weeks after the last issue, and I just yeah. thought it was the next issue. <laughs> no, totally. I mean, like. Look at Batman Universe. This book uh, came out two years ago in Walmart books, then came out last year in floppies, then came out in a tr- in a in a hardcover, and then later in another couple of months will come out as a trade. This hardcover is twenty five dollars for six issues. 
how many times did DC get paid for making the same six-issue story? <laughs> Which like, is still and, and, an amazing story. Oh, and buy this, by the way. Please buy Batman Universe. It's one of the best Batman stories. I want you series, guys to like, buy Batman Universe so that then DC goes, hey, why don't we Bendis. put you on Batman, Bendis? <laughs> yeah, just do Batman. Stop. Leave Superman alone, for the love of God. Just go be. Just go do Batman. And give Nick Darrington a steady paycheck, because that dude is a workhorse. But, like... That I mean, like, they're not stupid. That is a strategy for them, and I don't understand why they don't do it to the nth degree. Because it only rising a rising tide raises all ships. Like we're all doing okay if you know you are not stealing from independent publishers who could potentially be making your revenue. And I know it's really kind of like it's conjecture to suggest that if Marvel, let's say, only published one book starring Spider-Man, and they kind of do, but, you know, it's twice monthly and blah, blah, blah. But, like, if Marvel only published one book with Spider-Man in it instead of a thousand other Spider-Man books, <laughs> right? it doesn't stand to reason that a person who would buy all the Spider-Man books would suddenly buy Once in Future or Something's Killing the Children. But Both great books, by the it, way. Oh, yes, but it would give them the opportunity at least to be visible and to be experimented with. Because the fact is, if you're, if, if you believe in the retail model, then you believe in the like video store model of you go into a building, you're shown a thousand images and then you just kind of wander around. And based on the image itself, you go, that looks kind of fun. I guess I'll try it. Like that is the conceit of the retail market. You just described so every night with me on Netflix. <laughs> right, you know, which, by the way, should be the system. And hey, why aren't you doing that with comicsology? But like, it, it is that experience. And so, if that is the conceit of the retail model, if you believe in it, then you also believe in the likely, the the, the higher likelihood of Marvel and DC, to a lesser extent, reducing their print runs in exchange for the indie publishers be giving a, being given a shot. Um, but that that's 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 an expectation that like you'd have to shake the big two out of the mindset that they are competitors. Cause yeah. I don't think Marvel and DC are competitors. I don't see them in the, in that regard. No, I know that because they, they if, do. Whenever you get a hardcore Marvel fan, they're not even considering DC. And whenever you get a hardcore DC fan, they're not even considering Marvel just because of the styles for both of them. And then you get people exactly. like you and Nisal that just read all of it. And we're yeah. not, we don't care. Like I, I hate the mentality of like, are you DC or Marvel comic story? And I'm like, whatever I'm enjoying. That's, if yeah. it's an indie book, you know what I am kind of right now? I'm more a Power Rangers boom guy. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, like, that's the thing is that, you know, uh, I don't buy just because it's the character I like. Because sometimes there's runs I don't enjoy, and then I stop reading it. Yeah. And then I'll come back later. And that's where we, you know, that's how we read. And we're we're not the majority, but um, Marvel and DC are not competitors. They are, they are you know, they're, they're big fish in a medium-sized pond. Like, they, you know, they... They make their money. It's not an even split right now, but they if one closed, the other one would be screwed. Like it yeah. wouldn't it's unsustainable to have one publisher and they all support each other. Really, it's more like the big two support everybody. But uh, fun fact, you were right, Dylan said, oops, forgot to upload it. <laughs> <laughs> oops, I have it though. Here it is. Um yeah, just have him just have him send it. Like I guess we would just 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 put it up. Yeah, we'll just but, put it up. Uh, but yeah, anyway, I don't, I don't want to... I'm sorry. Well, I speaking of digital and, and you know, the success of Injustice, 
I mean, yeah. have you heard that Tom Taylor started the rumor that he'd love to see that as a movie? Yes, I did hear that. We are on uh, the good, ball with segues today. We are, yeah. That's a great uh, topic and a good question. Um, yeah, I heard that uh, that, uh, that Tom Taylor was like, hey, wouldn't it be cool? And I love that some people were like, yeah, didn't you see Zack Snyder's movies? I'm like, yeah, that's literally where it was going. Like, if you think that, like, the DCEU under Zack Snyder's direction vision was going to go to a place of, like, joy and happiness. No. You're crazy. Yeah. No, it was going to go into an injustice world. Like, the fact is, most people who love the DCEU love Nightmare Batman and I, wanted to see, like a, like, a Fury Road version of the DC Universe. I and hate to say it, basically. but like, based upon my views and what sells for DC... Nobody wants to see a happy DC universe. The biggest no. stories recently have been Rebirth, where everything went to shit. DC Metal, where everything went to shit. The Scott Snyder story, where everything went to shit. Hell yeah, Reason, where everything went to Earth, shit. Yeah. And Justice, where we went to shit. Like that's they, people at DC want to see DC's heroes fail. Oh, hardcore. The fa- everyone's favorite crises. Infinite Crisis, where, you know, it's Misery Incarnate. Uh, Identity Crisis, which is like a, a critically acclaimed crisis. I'm not saying that it's the best crisis. I prefer Crisis on Infinite Earths. Uh, you know, Final Crisis. Like, there's no joy in any of these stories. No, that's what I mean. So I find it hilarious that there's even a question of whether or not the DC fan base would want to see something like that. Yeah, and and it, it, as it turns out, based on the... Uh, the 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 Zack Snyder Justice League hoodie wearing population out there. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> that uh, the majority of DC movie fans were like, the darker the better. The more uh, like visceral and adult oriented it is, the better. I d- and I'm not gonna lie. I like the dark and twisted ones. I don't know why. Like Tales of the Dark Multiverse. That's a big thing, you know. Right? Yeah. Pe- I mean, just want to see things go wrong. I mean, look all the way back in the '90s, Broken Bat, Bat, Back Batman, so that we can get gun wielding Azrael. Right. People like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, people. Well, people responded to it, and I still maintain that Nightfall Azrael Batman is a response to Image that they were like, no, you don't want Image because like then it would look like this and then it sold like hotcakes and they're like, oh no, you want Image. <laughs> like, oh, I, I, okay. I don't know how to do that though. I mean, I've been we go all the way back to the 80s. Years. Dark Knight yeah. Returns. Yeah, Dark Knight Returns. Well, Dark, Dark Knight Returns gritty. became like, well, Dark Knight Returns specialness is because it is the, it's, it's an outlier of DC and then suddenly it was like, well, now it's the template. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's no, the template like, for DC. It, it is, because it's like Batman, Superman. Like, you, you, I'm going to punch you. Like, right now it's not like that, but only because people like Scott Snyder and Josh Williamson and Tomasi are, like, in charge. And when I say in charge, I mean, like, writing people's favorite runs, and those aren't misery-laden. But, like, yeah. Tom King's still there, and... Heroes in Crisis was a thing, and everything Tom know, King writes is a sad story. <laughs> yeah, my, I love that image that he had of like he was looking at like superpowers or no, uh, like some old eighties like roster of heroes, and he circled three randos that like nobody remembers, and he's like, "Who are these three characters, and why do they all need twelve issue miniseries where they're sad?" <laughs> is that what he said? Yeah, and I'm like, "Oh my god, that's a joke I've made. Way to go! Like that's <laughs> funny as hell. Like way to be self aware." Um, but yeah, no, like I think an Injustice movie, I mean, the fact that the Injustice book sold well, the video game sold well, yeah. the universe is successful, like it's still you know, my it, most successful video on the channel right after Godspeed, like his origins. Right. 
Yeah. Uh, the fact is, and it, like. Warner Brothers should be like, yeah. I mean, like, look at the Harley Quinn cartoon show. Like, it is the Harley Quinn cartoon show that is planned to be like Batman No Man's Land, according to this article. <laughs> it is straight up is No Man's Land. Uh, but look at the Harley Quinn cartoon show and how dark and adult oriented it can be, and how successful and critically acclaimed it is. DC fans, like the the modern DC fan, likes it dark and gritty. I I, and I hate to admit it because like a lot of people are like, no. No, we don't want that, DC. It's like, but you keep buying it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Why do you think they gave the green light to Zack Snyder to do his thing? You're all buying those books. <laughs> yeah. But the Harley Quinn animated series, yeah, it is no man's land. Have you seen the premiere? No, I haven't watched. I haven't even finished season one yet, so I don't even know. Oh, you got to finish it, man. What uh, happened? I like the season- fact that they greenlit and rushed that out ahead of every other series on DC Universe tells you yeah. how well that was doing. That's right. There's a statue from that cartoon that came out while the show was still being released. Uh, the fact is, um, yes, it is straight up No Man's Land. Um, Batman is presumed dead and missing. And I don't want to spoil it for you, everybody, but like, it is No Man's Land. Like, There's a scene where they show the map of Gotham being carved up. And it's like one to one from the comic where they showed like all the gangs and all like yeah. you know how this is two phases territory. This is Penguin. I'm territory. finally coming to the end of that series on my channel, by the way. I know, I saw it. I'm like, wow, like you you had some dedication. Like you, you No, you I didn't I didn't want to do it at all. But every time I, it keeps getting crap but out. But every time I do it, I, I I stopped doing it. Everyone's like, Where's No Man's Land? Like the No yeah. Man's Land fans are so vocal. I was like, guys, yeah. it's just not performing. I even said it outright, like I can't yeah. do it. I can't. And they're like, No Man's Land. <laughs> yeah. No, I I mean like people love No Man's Land, and I'm very concerned about doing it on my own channel, not only because you've you've been a fine test audience and I do appreciate it. Or test case, <laughs> I should say. But Are you um, gonna do all four omnibus volumes? Because that's what I did. Right. My plan is we're just gonna give you the gist of it like nightfall, where it's like, okay, well, obviously we can skip this volume because nothing happens in it according to the plot. Like, it's just a bunch of Catwoman stories. Well, I mean, that's how most of No Man's Land is. It's a bunch of mini stories. You could do the base No Man's plot in like 30 minutes, not even. That's but, a, and that's my plan, is we're just going to talk about what happened in No Man's Land. We're not going to, like, give you a play-by-play of, like, Like, we even did the Azriel issues. I know, I know. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, you, you did every volume, which, you know, is a Herculean effort. But, uh, yeah, I'm not going to do that. And people are going to be mad, but, like, whatever. You know what? Like, <laughs> it's not worth it because it's not, it's not a story. Like, it's a It's, it's a, a series period. of short stories set in a cool time period. That's what it is. Yeah, it's just, it's just this is what was happening during Batman at this time. It'd be like if, you, if people were like, when are you going to do Spider-Man 1984 to 1986? <laughs> like, what do, you, what do you mean? What story is that? It's just what he was up to for those two years. Like, that's not a thing. I mean, it's that's just, literally what No Man's Land is, is. Here's what was happening in Gotham during this period. Exactly. Like, the, are there are there peaks and 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 like seminal moments that actually like contri- like when Lex Luthor shows up, you're like, oh, that's actually a thing that happened during No Man's Land. But you know, all the other stuff is just people kind of adjusting to life in that world. Yeah. And that's uh, that. Like that's all the Robin like, stuff that I did is more because it was Robin, but it's like he's fighting the the Robin just gets his butt kicked the entire book. That's all uh, that ha- he's like. I'm Robin. I'll go do something cool. And then you're like, Robin's getting his ass kicked again. What the? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that. But uh, but with Harley Quinn the animated series, yeah, like it's just gonna be no man's land, but through Harley's 
eyes and it's it, i mean it's an adapted version of it because it's yeah. not going to be like oh here's going to i mean but you are but they are going to do some of those things like the batman gordon stuff you are going to get some of that if you do you know but it's you know it's updated because damien's a, a character in this universe so you know why does that bother you Oh, I'm just saying, like, you, you can't just do a one-to-one, not only because it's a cartoon about, like, it's a cartoon that's a sitcom. For I mean, in all honesty, I think abusing Damien the way they abused Tim in No Man's Land would do a lot for the character's development. I agree. Uh, but, yeah. Tim just get his ass kicked every. He'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm the Robin that Batman trusts, and I'm the good guy, and everyone loves me. Oh, God, they're beating me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be, it's, it's, it's the, I think it's going to be the whole season is No Man's Land, which is kind of amazing. I'm still shocked at how quickly they brought that out, though. Well, I assumed that they made it all in one in one go. They, but why would you still rush it out so bad? Like, I'm not saying it's I, bad I, that they did it. It's like, is are no. the other shows doing that poorly, or is yeah. no, or is Harley Quinn that much easier to produce? I, I I think it's both. I think that Harley Quinn is easy to produce because it's like we just have the animation department doing that, and with the with the end of uh, the Justice League New Fifty Two animated universe. You know, how many more projects is Warner Brothers Animation doing for DC as it is? I still haven't watched Red Sun, but that did also just come out. Oh, yeah. And uh, from what I understand, it was good and different from the comic. So, well, now I got to watch it. The reason I wasn't watching it is I've read Red Sun a lot. Like, it, it takes you 20 minutes to read all of Red Sun. Like, it's, it's not very long. It's not a long book, and it's, it's such a seminal book that you're just kind of like, all right, I'm on board. Yeah, Get up. yeah. but I, I hear it ends differently. I haven't watched it myself for huh. the same exact reason. But, uh, but yeah, so it, it's neat that they're doing it. I can't believe that it took them this, that, that, like, that A, they're doing No Man's Land. It's such a, like, an odd period in Batman's history to adapt. But also, um, you know... I think that, yes, I think the DC Universe, I, I can't imagine it's sustainable. Well, we've agreed a while ago that we don't know how it's still going. It doesn't seem to have that many followers. It's not even anywhere outside of the U.S. Uh, it's, it's a weird thing that just makes me kind of be like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, I, it, I can't, it, I mean, it's like, still I have it. going. Like, <laughs> yeah, and it's still going. And they're like, produce, they're, you know, they're making announcements like, Batgirl's going to be in the new Titans. And you're like, you're still making Titans? Wait, Batgirl's going to be the new Titans? Yes! I'm not even following the well, announcements on that stuff anymore. N- not Batgirl. Barbara Gordon Oracle's going to be in Titans. Still good! <laughs> I know, but I'm like, what? Like, are we, are we just going to go until we get to Red Hood, or are they just going to tease it until they get canceled? Is that the plan? I think by, I think they'll build the hood for the actor who plays Jason Todd, and then they'll, the show will be canceled. Are they waiting for him to get older where it make more sense? Is that the plan? <laughs> I, I'm probably. <laughs> He's too young, guys. He's too young. We'll go like five seasons do Red Hood. What, now, here's my question. Would you use your DC contacts if they ended the show before they made Red Hood, but they made the hood? Would you be like, all right, guys, come on. Like, I'm gonna use no, my contacts, I couldn't but... even get them to give me the Dr. Fate helmet they made for a little while, but they didn't get enough pre-orders on. Oh, that's right. They had a few of those, and I was trying to get them to give it to me, and they wouldn't. And I was like, come on. But I think you'd buy the Red Hood. My house is a museum to you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I I think you would buy the Red Hood helmet, though. Oh, 100%. You make a legit Red Hood helmet? I'm on that. Yeah. But, yeah, so that's a thing. Like, the price range for my statues is $200 to $500, right? Uh, There is a Red Hood statue that did come out. It was $1,100. And oh. I considered it for a moment. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, now, the question is... Uh, no, I, I don't have a good segue for this. I was going to move us to the Jim Lee auctions, but... Uh, well, you know what would be amazing? Have you ever seen that image where Jim Lee drew Red Hood? 
Uh, no, I've never seen it. It's but. pretty awesome looking. And you know what else Jim Lee is doing with his drawings? He's sketching them to give uh, as a way to raise money to benefit comic book shops. Yeah, and it's and they're really good. He's not half-assing them. They're pretty dope sketches. Well, he's uh, been uh, selling his sketches as a subscriber giveaways on his channel for a while. He just draws and does that. Yeah, he just jumps on Twitch and then just draws yeah. stuff, and you're like, whoa, there he goes. Um, but yeah, he did the Batman Laughs. He did the Asriel, uh, and um, yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. I'm 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 happy because he's he's taking the proceeds and giving them to comic book stores. I think the idea is they're making like a like they're just sending it to all of them or something. I, right. You know, it's not like uh, the, the the comic book industry at large has really come together to do that. I saw that Tom King bought a blind box from my comic book store, Zap Comics, to give to I think his kid or something. But like he he's just. He's just calling comic book stores and being like, I got $2,000 to drop. What do you need? Like, what yeah. do you got? <laughs> and I'm like, that's really cool to see, like, comic book, for lack of a better term, celebrities just buying stuff from local comic book stores to keep them in, af afloat. Because yeah. every little bit helps. Like, it, it, with a small business, any little bit helps. With a comic book store, you drop 100 bucks, you're helping them out in a big, bad way. No, you 100% are right. Um I, I mean, like, I, I wish I could do more for my comic book store, but he's doing okay, so it doesn't seem like he needs very much help right now because he ships out uh, baseball cards. Right. So apparently that business hasn't died down. If anything, it's gone up. Uh, yeah, yeah. But it's still interesting. I think overall it's a good thing to do. I don't, I don't have much to say in this topic other than that this no. is the thing that's happening and it's really good. I'm trying to think of something, like my wheels are turning, but I got, I got nothing really. No, I mean, I, 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 like you. Wish we could do more. I, you know, maybe we could do like a like a stream or something. But like, I, uh, I just or a like... stay at home convention that's going to be contributing. You know, that's something yeah. that's going on ne next week, Sal. You can segue into promoting that. You probably know more about it than me because I'm not fully tracking. Uh, yeah, no, there's going to be a convention. <laughs> I thought that was the 18th, but is that a week from now? Yeah, yeah no. Um, but yeah, there's a, there's going to be a thing. A uh, the yeah, it's a week from now, next Saturday. Yeah, yeah, there's going to be a convention, a stay-at-home convention called uh, At Home Comic-Con, which Benny and I will be at, uh, and you will be too, because it's virtual. Yep, the idea um, will be that you'll have nine panels lined up like a normal comic book convention of yep. some comic book creators, and uh, I think they have creators. I know the YouTubers are all there. They have the YouTubers. I don't yeah. think there are any creators. Well, I know they're talking about some of the creators, but we're, we're not organizing it, so... Yeah, we're, we're just going, and uh, so you can catch us. Uh, there's, a program, there's probably a program scheduled at some point. Um, but there is a YouTube channel, there's a Twitch channel, yeah. and, there's a YouTube, and there's a Twitter uh, page that you can follow. Um, and Sal yeah. and I are actually going to do, because uh, did, we didn't, since we, we do this weekly, it's kind of like, why would we go watch you guys talk also on that? Uh, instead yeah. of doing a normal show, we're going to do our Heroes Against Humanity game show that I created and that Sal's been a part of since its inception, basically. Uh, yeah. So we're going to do our game show on the at-home comics. We're going to have me, Sal. Uh, I've invited Dope Spill Comics, uh, and there's two guys from there. I don't know their names off the top of my head, but there's two guys that are a part of there that they're going to join us. Oh, as well. really? Yeah. I don't watch them, so I have no idea. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, hey, you know, it'd be really cool if they were able to swing Paul Rudd to show up at this at home Comic Con thing. That would be amazing because he's busy writing Ant Man three. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, apparently, uh, when he did write Ant-Man 3, apparently he wrote a script for Ant-Man 3, and then they hired Jeff Loveness to write Ant-Man 3, so we don't know if, like, they're adapting it, if they're going to throw it out, but, like, regardless, well, in, Ant -Man, in in Paul Rudd's version, he wanted to make some, some cool pulls, and it's been revealed what those are. 
Modoc and Aim are in Paul Makes Rudd's sense. version. Makes sense. Modoc is, uh, you know, an essential element of Aim. Aim was reduced to a funny T-shirt in Iron Man Three. I was very excited to see Aim being used in some regard. Uh, I'd love to see Aim actually be an organization in the MCU. So, like, I'm on board and. The fact is, you can't say that Modoc is the most ridiculous thing that the MCU has ever done. So, let's. See I mean, it. you I'm could in. say that, but you'd be wrong, <laughs> right? You, yeah, you could say that, but then people would point to a million other things that are as ridiculous. Do you, do you think that they would keep him the way he's meant to be, or they'd make some changes, make him more? They'd feasible? have to. They would absolutely make changes, but I would applaud them if they did Modoc, like if they did. Like a big fat stupid head in a like an <laughs> Araskan mobility scooter, yeah. Like I'm I'm on board for whatever they want as long as Modok is either is is hilariously cast. I don't want him to be a fart joke, but I don't want him to be scary because he isn't. Um, speaking of big heads, I was actually just watching the new Netflix show, The Big Show Show. <laughs> okay, I don't know that show. <laughs> uh, I got not much to say. I, just, I thought it was a funny segue to go from there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, fair enough. Okay. Yeah, no, it, it, the show's actually interesting. Uh, I think Big Show's actually the best part. They got like, it's a it's a sitcom with the Big Show post WWE, <laughs> and I'm watching That's it, cool. and I'm like, Big Show's the best part. Everyone else in the show sucks. Like it's all right. like everyone else. Like they they got Urkel on it. It's the guy Jamal White or whatever. Jaleel he's, White. Yeah. yeah, he's he's uh, Big Show's biggest fan or friend or whatever. It's like oh, it's, you know, he also played the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog in that old cartoon show. Did he? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, so anyway, back to Modoc though. Uh, <laughs> I kind of want Paul Rudd's version. Plus, he's a funny comedian. I think you know. Yeah. But here's the kicker: Jeff Loveness is a funny comedian too. Right. He's a so, writer. If I remember correctly, and don't quote me on this because it might be off, but he's a writer that was on Conan, and then he wrote some of your favorite Rocket and uh, he wrote Rocket Raccoon and uh, Groot storylines that were great and touching and like Jeff Loveness is a great writer. Yeah, he he worked for I I I think he's been attributed to working for the, for the Rick and Morty show, but I don't know what episodes he wrote. Right, right. Um, but uh, I've laughed during every single episode of Rick and Morty at some point, so I'll, I'll like I I think he's funny. Um, Are they bringing that back, or is it last episode was the snake? One, May, right? yeah, May. <sighs> it's coming back. Uh, yeah, the last five episodes of this ten episode season. Yeah, really, seriously. They're like, we yeah. signed them up for eight more seasons. We're all like, yay! They're like, they're like six to ten episodes a season now. Yeah. And they come out every three years. <laughs> cool. Can't wait. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah, looking forward to it. This is this Venture Brothers all over again. All right, so uh, last topic of the day, Sal. Yeah, yeah. D MCU has pushed everything back by a year, it looks like. Yeah. I have no yeah, segue I mean, for this. So we, we no, made uh, it the Black entire show with dumb segues. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Black Widow is coming out uh, in November, I think. November 6th, if I remember okay. correctly. And uh, and then the rest of it is going to be pushed back like into 2021 and 2022. Um, I'm sure we can just pull up the list. but uh, I just did. Uh, so oh, the pushback is that Mar Black Widow is now coming out November 6th, which is what okay. was being held for the Eternals. Eternals. So it looks like they just took all the movies, pushed them back one release date. That's all they did. Like, there's no double it up. Yeah. They just all went back one release date. So Black right. Widow is now November. Uh, Eternals is now February. Uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of Ten Rings now goes to May. And then uh, that, that was Doctor Strange, which is now November. And while that date's planned film, Thor has been moved to February 18th. Yes. Um, 
So they also moved the Disney Plus shows a little bit as well. Well, probably because what happens in the shows lines up with the movies. Yeah, you know. Oh, totally. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that got pushed back. Um, Spider-Man is staying where it's at. Venom is staying where it's at at the end of this year. Um, yep. Morbius is staying where it's at at the end of this year. Yep. Well, they're, well, Sony moved those two, but they're staying wherever Sony wanted them to go. Um, I'm down, uh, you know, July, not this July, but the following July, we'll get Spider-Man three, two. Wait, uh, what? It's the third. It's the second Spider-Man three. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, uh, they also, I think they used that opportunity to announce they were actually making Captain Marvel 2 as well. Yeah, uh, I'm not, I mean, I don't, I mean, I'm a little sad that the MCU is going to be postponed for a few more months. It's also yeah. very bad for our YouTube channels. So hopefully we, yeah. hopefully we're still around when Black Widow comes out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that we, uh, yeah, my whole schedule got thrown off because I was like, I literally made a schedule for this year and all of them were tied in with movie releases yeah. and Same here. it went from it went from like movie 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 to like nothing movie and then next year and I'm like cool. Um that being said, I mean, you know, hopefully Black Widow is as big a deal as they hope it is. Hey, starring your favorite Dead Avenger that can't possibly have a sequel, enjoy <laughs> this movie that takes place in the past and has no bearing on the future and should have come out 10 years ago. Woohoo! Like, you I, see I the mean, late, I, you see the latest, uh, the, uh, oh, Dan made a great joke. Rick and Morty is the doomsday clock of cartoons. <laughs> um, did you see, like, what was it going to say? Oh, they're, they're now trying to play up the, the narrative that the reason why Black Widow never got a movie, Scarlett Johansson didn't want to do it. Yeah, right. She apparently said that she didn't want to do Black Widow because she felt that Black Widow's story had been told enough through all the other movies. Uh, I mean, like, if you could say that she had a story, I mean, like, she was a supporting character in all the other movies. Like, she gets to punch people in Iron Man 2. She gets to help Captain America run away in Captain America 2. And she gets to be in the Avengers movies. Yeah. Like, the only thing we really get in, in Ultron is she was also stooping the Hulk. But that didn't work out when Hulk... Stooping the... I like that phrasing. Thank you. But then she... And then somehow the Hulk managed to fly to Sakaar in a Quinjet that I don't think has interstellar capabilities. Nope, nope. The Quinjet does not have that. That's a good, good, uh, good discovery. Yeah, but uh, but that being said, I mean, like, I, as I recall, the whole thing was placed on Perlmutter's feet, where it was like he didn't believe in it because he's like, no, girls don't go see superhero movies. Forget it. I mean, I hate to say it, but currently girl movie, girl superhero movies are kind of proving that. I mean, I was on well, board making them, but Harley Quinn didn't exactly do well. No, but Captain Marvel did well. Yeah, and, so, uh, we're, we're, so what, we're, we're one for two? Yeah, yeah. So it'll be interesting. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, I'm not, I mean, there's a plethora of reasons why people didn't go see the Harley Quinn movie on top of the fact, you know, what it is. Yeah. Uh, but apparently it did well enough. There's talks of a sequel to it. Okay. I mean, here's the thing. If they should have called the damn thing Harley Quinn. Um, oh yeah, Wonder Woman. That's true. Yeah, Wonder Woman and Captain Marvel. Pretty. And Wonder Woman. So we're, yeah, thank so we're you. two for three. We're two for three. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like and I'm Woman on four of these movies coming out. I'm on board with no, them. No. You know. And and Wonder Woman um, two is tracking to do well. It's coming out in in August. It's not a bad time to come out with a with a movie. Um, you know, it's the tail end of the summer season. You know, there's not a lot coming out. Uh, I think in the Christmas season should have put out Wonder Woman on the like on Christmas, but whatever. Um, 
What do I know? I mean, they did that with Aquaman, and it scored a billion bucks, so... Yeah, yeah, so, you know, I mean, you had an option, but you didn't take it. Okay, whatever, sure. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I mean, uh, and the fact is, like, you know, as far as Captain Marvel's concerned, uh, is Carol my favorite Avenger? Not so much, uh, but am I am I going to catch it? Pro- you know, yeah. I'm going to see Captain Marvel, too, yeah. Yeah, I want to see I'm that. hoping and now hope- that we're through her origin story, it'll actually be kind of... Not not that it wasn't interesting because I did actually enjoy Captain Marvel one. Yeah, yeah. But it felt very play by the book. Oh, it was uh, very safe. But yeah, it was you, a very safe MCU movie. I'm hoping we go a little like more ballsier with it now. Yeah, because like like okay, Captain Marvel did a couple things that um were that 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 went towards the like whole that they really leaned into the hey you don't really get a lot of female superhero movies let's like celebrate that as opposed to just pretend like she's a dude and just move on yeah like they legitimately were like hey let's let's make fun of the debate me argument i love that right um, but but like it didn't i don't think it succeeded the way wonder woman did where like wonder woman actually like there's there's a lot of gravitas that movie despite the third act which i once she uh, gets to um, the party, I'm like, well, I'm done with this movie. Like, <laughs> like literally, she's like, I'm going to kill the, I'm going to kill Ares with my God Killer sword. I'm like, okay, well, bye. I liked your accent uh, for her. Well, because it's just Kalel. Remember who you are. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I agree with you. I thought Wonder Wonder Woman came out first, and it was the first one that proved you can just make a badass woman-led movie. And then, right. and, but it tried things because it was the DCEU and they were trying things on every movie. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, yeah. MCU Although, was like, you want to see an MCU movie with yeah. Captain Marvel? And that's what they made. Yeah. Like, that's literally it. Like, yeah. how about, how about Iron Man again? But with, with, a, with a woman, like whatever. Um, but, uh, but with Wonder Woman, no, um, I don't know where I was going with that. Just Wonder Woman. Like it did. No, Aquaman was very. Like, it was a famous bowl of superhero movies where it's like, okay, so what are the, all the... Like, Aquaman works, but mostly because they were like, it's literally everything. You've seen, you've seen Aquaman. You've seen Aquaman. If, you, before, if you've never seen Aquaman, trust me, you've seen it already. Because it has, like, <laughs> scenes I've seen a thousand times. Oh, yeah. But I, but I like the those rink. scenes. <laughs> yeah, but I like those scenes, so I'm, I'm in. Like, okay, yeah, like, oh, these guys don't get along, but they're going to get together. <laughs> like, oh, that'll be fun. You know, like, oh, it's oh, his mentor at- turned villain. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, he's going to be bad. Uh, oh, no, like, oh, look at him. He's going to fight the bad guy in the first act of the movie. Wait, I bet he doesn't win. Was- you got William Defoe to play the mentor. Of course that's not going to work out. <laughs> no, he's a good guy. He stays a good guy the whole time. Not that he betrayed them, but then came back like like it was one of those like I thought I no, was helping no. him. Up. No, he's totally cool the whole time. Is he? Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. Volko's cool, but uh, well, but everything in, else. In the is comics, like... every other story arc, Volko's betraying freaking Arthur. <laughs> well, in the in the movie, it's just Volko's. I'm not on wrong, the level. right? Like every like. No, like, you're if, right. If, yeah. if you skip an arc in the Aquaman comic books and you come back, you're like, why is Volko in prison again? <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's fair. That being said, Volko does betray Ocean Master, so there is See? betrayal in there. It, he's um, just he's always doing that stuff. Yeah, no, it, it's 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 great, and I, I like. I, so it's 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 del- it's it was a perfect movie to come out over Christmas time because you're like, I'm just gonna go see this movie, Aquaman. Let's let's go laugh at Aquaman. Oh, he's cool and he's doing all the same things that I've seen a thousand times in other movies, but I enjoyed. And he I'm yells, in. "My okay. man, <laughs> yeah, my, my man, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah." Um, but that you know, but but uh, Captain Marvel too. Okay, knock yourselves out. I'll, I'll, I'll go see it. 
you know, I, cool. I, the current state of mind I'm in, once they open up my theater again, I'm seeing whatever is in it. Whatever yeah. movies come out for those first two weeks that theaters are reopened are going to sell gangbusters. Yeah. I don't care they really, what they are. It could you know what be, it should be? Huh? Re-release Bloodshot. They really should. <laughs> Like, like bloodshot again. Whatever <laughs> movies come out, just to get the experience of a theater again, are going to do get. It could be the world's shittiest horror movie. It could be Friday the Thirteenth Part Fourteen, and it yep. will be a, a billion dollar box office. <laughs> it yeah. could be the sequel to a Ryan Reynolds rom com, and it'll make a billion dollars. <laughs> oh no, the proposal too. Yeah, the, it, 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 they'll come out with the Notebook Four. <laughs> yes. Finally. It'll be something uh, you know is not going to work, and we're going to go see it, I think. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, that's cool. I mean, t- t- fight me over it. If you want to deny this. No, I agree. I mean, like, I'm just thinking, like, man, like, okay, so Black Widow's coming out in November. I guess that's the safest date for them to, like, say and promote towards but really what they should do, and maybe that's why, you know what movie is conspicuously absent from this list? New freaking mutants. Yeah, they put, they put, it's just going it's to, not, it's just going no. to Disney Digital. That's all it's doing. You know, no, no, it won't. I promise. You know what's going to happen? What? Like when they announce, like when the coronavirus, like vaccines or whatever, when it's all going to come out. <laughs> yeah. This would be like new mutants next week. <laughs> Like because it's there's no release date and it's been done and they've the money's been spent so they don't really need to promote it they can literally just be like oh you said it's gonna make a billion dollars well let's put that to the test well the week after the coronavirus scare is all over here's New Mutants I mean we're in a day and age where they just send out the digital versions anyway exactly like when they updated Cats they did it on the weekend of release <laughs> yeah like you could have you could have seen Cats on Friday and then seen a different version of Cats on Sunday. Like, that's the day and age we're in, so it's going to be weird. A lot of these movies, maybe that's why new movies that have released date or other movies that were coming out at this time period. Uh, yeah. I mean, maybe they'll re-release The Hunt. Still think it's a great movie. Uh, mm. The Invisible Man could get re-released again. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think it made this money, though. I think, I think they were happy. No, with Invisible it. Man, apparently, there's talks of it restarting the dark multiverse. Yeah. The Good dark universe, that. whatever that the, the, they were talking yes. about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With The Mummy. Yeah, that didn't work, but apparently they might they might do it in the same manner of where they were like, Iron Man, MCU, Credible Hulk, kind of. Iron yeah, Man 2, well, MCU. <laughs> well, and like early MCU where it's like, we're kind of on a budget, but like, you know, it's cool. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's Blumhouse. It's the Blumhouse cinematic universe or whatever. The the dark multiverse thing? The dark universe? They're not, the dark it's universe. not Blumhouse. I don't think it's Blumhouse, is it? No, no, the Invisible Man movie is Blumhouse. All right. Blumhouse is so weird. Like you can watch a Blum, you can yeah. be like, I'm watching a Blumhouse movie, but it's like, am I watching a low budget Blumhouse movie? Yeah. Or am I watching a real Blumhouse movie? Exactly. Am I seeing a Jordan Peele Blumhouse Blumhouse movie, or am I seeing a Blumhouse directed digital movie? You know what Blumhouse reminds me of? Way back in the day, Lionsgate. Remember yeah. way back when we were kids, Lionsgate movies were the shit because they were so bad. Like <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. No, Lionsgate was like well. You know who bought up Lionsgate to distribute their movies in the beginning? Marvel, back when they were in the shit too. And yeah. so it was like, so it went from, oh man, like Lionsgate, here comes something that's going to be really bad, to like, oh my God, Lionsgate just made this Punisher movie. Yeah. yeah exactly. Or distributed it anyway. Yeah. yeah. Lionsgate used to be so terrible. Now, yeah. they're, uh, now they're a big player, if I'm thinking correctly, right? I don't, I don't know. I, I haven't paid attention in a long time to that. 
So, but uh, yeah. All right. Well, I think that's a good. We're winding down. We're losing the energy. Nah. I, think it, I think it's a good place to end the show. What do you think? There, I son? think you're right. Do I think, think you're right. How do right. we we we've we've hit all the topics? Uh, how do we do financially? A money? Oh, we didn't gain a single dollar to the charity. We're, no. we're going to close the show out. We're going we're gonna to promote the charity. Hopefully get something to end it off with. All right? Okay. <laughs> all right. Guys, don't forget, if you want to support the show, consider Twitch subscriptions. Those are great. They help keep it going. All the money, well, let's say 90% of the money goes to Sal. I definitely pocket a little bit of it. I have some. Why not? You know, I have some overhead to do here. Um, it's your time. Yeah. Uh, and Patreon. You can get early access. You go to patreon.com slash comic story. You, uh, you go to patreon.com slash comic pop. Sorry. Uh, I'm Benny. That is Sal. Every Tuesday, you can find us here at 5 p.m. Eastern chatting about your favorite comic book news, stuff going on. Once comic books come back out, we'll talk about comic books again. Whatever. <laughs> it's going to be great. Can't wait. Uh, but either way, guys, thank you so much for supporting us today. I will be back on Thursday with more of the Comic Story and Podcast Network. We'll be doing Comics Experiment, maybe, if you can find a topic. <laughs> Let's hope. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, either way, guys, we'll see you real soon. Don't forget to join the Discord. And uh, that's that. We're out. Bye. We're done.